everybody. You know what that sound means. It's the Boy Honey Podcast coming at you live from Bill's basement. I'm Annie, that's Bill, and this is my handsome wife, Foley. She's made of Coca-Cola. Here to talk to you about some pop culture garbage. So how many people did you see die at the Olympics this week? Zero. None. Zero. Yeah. Oh, then what's the point of Olympics? Deaths. Especially when it's held in Rio de Janeiro. Zero deaths. I really like the Olympics, and during the Olympics, I'm capable of zero cynicism about the Olympics, yeah. it turns yep. out. Before, yep. after, absolutely. I'm capable of vast swaths <laughs> of cynicism about the Olympics, but during, fuck yeah. no. I do like the worst thing that has happened, some water turned green, and that's well, it. Some well, some people catastrophically injured themselves also. Did they? Yeah. We talked about it last week. Remember the dude who broke his leg? At the Olympics? Olympics, that, that's what you, I'm talking about like specifically to this Olympics, then people always like break their legs and stuff at the Olympics sure. and stuff. But yeah, nothing that could be like lawsuit worthy. Just, just two pools getting lots of algae. Yeah, uh, and getting the, kind of weirdly cloudy. So yeah. like the the marathon uh, swimming platform washed away in a storm. Oh, yeah. yeah. So Are you serious? Train yeah. on it. Oh, because I did see the weather got really nasty there for yeah. a couple days. Yeah. 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 Like it was like it looked like they were gonna have to shut things down early, like for a couple yeah. days. Yeah. yeah. I didn't hear that. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. Totally. But that, again, that's not like Rio de Janeiro's fault. That's ended just, up on yeah. another beach. That's yeah. just <laughs> yeah, yeah. They yeah. just did it there instead. It's, I was no. gonna say, it's this beach now. <laughs> it's still it's on water. Stupidity. All you need to it's swim. It's really not anymore. It kind of got wrecked and beat. Jesus spoke. Jesus, <laughs> sorry. This is where we got to swim went, from. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> his arms out. Man. Hell no. So, did you guys get a chance to watch a lot of Olympics? This week? We watched a shit ton of Olympics. Uh, I think we mentioned last week that we're experimenting with the Sling TV trial so that we can yeah. watch all the Olympics. Um, the big thing, and I think we talked about it this week, but what I really got into this week was Rugby Sevens. Isn't that what you're talking about all last week? Was it what I talked Because it was still going on, but the finals happened. That was the highlight of last week we were talking, because you were gushing about the rugby. Oh, the finals actually did happen? Yeah. So yeah. who won? Uh, Australia. But Aust- man, it so was, it was Australia, New Zealand and Australia, Australia. New Zealand and Canada. Canada got bronze. Did you see that the women's... Hey, I mean, can I finish my story that I'm telling you? I just you? want to make a point. Like, the women's soccer, they got... The, I guess they've won gold, like... Like, uh, last 20 years in a row, they got kicked out, like, yeah. in the first mm-hmm. round this yeah. year. Yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to make a point of that, because everyone's yeah. like, oh my god. But yeah, r- uh, Rugby 7. Uh, it's real good. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. That that final game was one of the most exciting yeah. sport events I've ever seen in my life. And Portia Woodman, who was one of the main character uh, characters, <laughs> one of the main players <laughs> too much on the um, uh, New Zealand team, there was just such raw emotion. It was New Zealand versus Australia? Yeah. Wow. Okay, I mean, they're yeah. both rugby kings. Yeah, I would imagine. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're one and two. So Australia yeah. was uh, ranked number one because they Ooh. do a World Cup. Yeah. So like that that's where they hit. Did they have a ladies World Cup? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was just such a fucking good match. It was really good. It was so exciting to watch. I watched it at work because it's streaming in the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. I learned that here's a pro tip for any of my fellow Americans who just want to watch a little bit of sports. Um, on NBCOlympics.com, you can only stream Olympics for 30 minutes, and then they're like, oh, you have to log in with a cable account. Uh-huh. You just clear your fucking cookies. Because mm-hmm. it's cookies, just a cookie. Baby. So you just clear your cookie and you get another 30 minutes. I was doing that. Man, I was watching some fencing yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, it is nice if you do have a PlayStation View account, you can just mm-hmm. like log your credentials in but i just did that i, I well i have a like a, a like vpn like ip masker mm-hmm. so i would just like turn that on and then like then i as long as i change my uh ip address God. i could just like watch and in, in, even though i i couldn't figure out how to get like playstation because i signed up for playstation for you just to watch the olympics kind of like what you did with sling tv and uh, i couldn't figure out like how I get my PlayStation View credentials mm-hmm. into the NBC website that was so proves that like okay I paid for this let yeah. me watch all the Olympics yeah, yeah. yeah. but I yeah I kind of fuck around yet yeah. that's interesting did... that View should let you log in because Sling TV doesn't yeah and I've technically paid for my credentials too. yeah exactly I know I don't know 
way. I guess they signed up. I guess Sony's a bigger company than Sling TV. Definitely, but, um, definitely. Like, isn't that saying? I just, but, I just, I just borrowed a login from a friend. Yeah, yeah. there's a super yeah. cool fencing lady who's yeah. got purple hair. Yeah, yeah. I, was I was like, I forgot that the yeah. uh, that the Muslim lady, the one Muslim. Yeah, well, well, yeah. I don't know Muhammad. if she's the only uh, one Muslim, but she's, she's the, the only, only American, American competitor wearing a hijab. wearing a giant hat. Though for the <laughs> yeah, I guess according to Islam, you could wear a giant hat. Apparently, there was one member of the women's fencing team, and we're talking about Saber Team Saber. Yeah, fencing, that's one of the shows. Um, uh, one of the members is from Beaverton. Yes, Oregon, mm-hmm. and apparently, like they all train in Portland. Really? Yeah, they kept talking about Portland. Portland. I'm like, so we could get uh, Muhammad's autograph. Yeah, we got to go hang out with her. But yeah, no, she, I, I, I looked her up, and she was born the day before my tenth birthday. Oh, really? So we were almost exactly ten years apart. I was yeah. born on December fifth, nineteen seventy five. She was born on December fourth, nineteen eighty five. Yeah. Although that kind of still makes her kind of old for the Olympics. She considering she's, she's in her thirties. Yeah. 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 So there's some sports but, where yeah, and saber. Yeah, like, I don't realize there's three different kinds of fencing. Yeah. There's, like, epee, yeah. p- pony pants, and then there's saber. Yeah. Saber's supposed to be the fastest one, and it's so... Okay. They said it's actually the fast, the second fastest sport next to shooting, because shooting is just, you know, yeah. that's yeah. it. Saber's just like, well, and it's yeah. over. Because like, saber, it doesn't matter, like, in, in, in epi and in um, the other one, you have to you have to touch certain areas. Yeah. And in saber, you can hit their hand, you can hit their head, you can hit their foot. So you it's can just, hit, yeah. You, and it can be, um, in the other ones, it has to be the tip of the of the piece and on the on saber it can be the edge of the blade yeah so it's like it's like you can it's a fucking free-for-all so yeah. no wonder it's high scoring but it's a uh, mariel zagunis is mm-hmm. from um is from beaverton mm-hmm. she's Man. a local lady that's yeah. been my first planet no man's sky with yeah, mariel zagunis. Zagunis. yeah yep. <laughs> um but yeah so it's funny because like if you if you're watching fencing and they're actually kind of doing so like the fencing what you think fencing is going to be it's not saber because that means the little rules are different but at saber yeah it's just really they go hey! They just explode at each other, yeah. and you, I watched for two hours yeah. yesterday, and I and like I even was looking up the rules, and like mm-hmm. they have helmets that light up, and I still mm-hmm. cannot figure out who is winning. But it was great to see people freaking out. Like I had no idea what's going on, but it's still <laughs> great just to watch people like lunge at each other. Well, that's what I love about the Olympics yeah. is you see all these sports you don't normally watch, and you see the sort of competitors you don't normally see, yeah. and you're learning absolutely new things. Yeah. You know, like, well, this is especially being able to watch Olympics now, where you can if you throw down for the privilege sure. to watch, like we did, like where you can watch, you can kind of pick and choose a little bit, like what you want to watch. Yeah. Technically, I guess if you check out the NBC website, you really can just look up every because they are mm-hmm. streaming everything yeah. at least on mm-hmm. the website. Yeah. Cable channels like we're, what we're watching, there's more variety, but it's not everything. Sometimes you so. have to watch it in Spanish. Yeah, or that's, yeah. sometimes you have to watch a camera. You go, ooh, men's gymnastics, and you turn on the video feed, and it is 10 minutes of staring at an empty pommel horse. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, it's not perfect. It's not perfect, but at least it's better than, like, 20 years ago where yeah. you could only watch whatever you could, NBC you is showing prime that time, night. Prime yeah, time highlight cuts. And, and really what like it that. is is primetime sports that... This has actually been something that I've been noticing. Before, when I was a kid, you watched primetime sports mm-hmm. that the U.S. was good at. Yep. Yep. And that's it. Now Jingoistic, they're... you know. Although I'm whole... still that it's like all oh, this Michael Phelps shit. It's always like it, it, it is funny watching like all this off coverage, like yeah. on other channels and stuff like that. And then you watch the highlights sure. at night. And it is all like the mostly the stuff. To be fair, he won the more Weddle medals than anyone yeah. in Olympic history. Gold medals. We're allowed yeah. to be excited. Did you see about he that? got beat up by the one guy who like took he... a photo of him like ten years ago when what? he was like eight? That's a really yeah. good 
Yeah, schooling. Schooling. I think who's a Taiwanese yeah. who's a Taiwanese swimmer yeah. met him when he was thirteen. Yeah, has a picture yeah. of Michael Phelps in his terrible handlebar mustache yep. stage. Oh which god, should yeah. Be blackmail in and of itself. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 then like just just beat him. And that's that's fucking fantastic. Well, like, I love that the other part of that is that Michael Phelps tied for silver in that match with two other people. Two other people. Oh really? It was so did they all get medals? Silver. Yeah, there was no bronze in that match. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We've had we had um, in swimming there were two there were three bronze a three-way bronze tie and a two-way silver tie yeah yeah i saw people talking about why there's so many ties in swimming and i didn't see why why people were talking about that this week but i guess that's one of the examples of why that was it's 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 unconventional it doesn't happen you see that ledecky 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 katie ledecky my god there's a monster there's an animated 12 second lead was it it was like yeah it was like between 11 and 12 seconds there's an animated gif of her winning that thing Uh where it looks like she's alone in the because it's this camera yeah. panning around here, and there's yeah. no one else around her. Yeah. God, God, she's just, a beast. She's 19. Damn. She's destroying her world. So I good. saw everyone joking online about how she had enough time after she won to kind of kick back and watch her opponents grow old and turn into skeletons yeah, before they even caught up with her. That's a pretty good joke. Because you never see anything where, like, especially in swimming, where someone just wins by, like, well, that 12 seconds! Well, you don't, because you, you can take a piss zip and, get, and not take a piss and go back to eating your soup in 12 seconds. Because you, you don't normally see people who are that skilled at pacing themselves yeah. and at distance swimming. Yeah. Because the distance swimming events are never exciting because you're like, yeah. everybody tired. Yeah. And, yeah. and what's awesome about Katie Ledecky is she's so conditioned and she's so good at distance swimming that she's able to be so much infinitely faster than everybody else. Yeah. And still come out of the pool. Like, she, she gave an interview directly after getting out of the pool and was... Just like she was winded, yeah. but she did. She was like, "I felt great. That felt awesome." And yeah. I'm like, "I hate you." She's a beast. and I also love you a whole bunch because you're she's real adorable. Yeah. She seems like a real nerd. human, which I yeah. like. You know, well. sometimes Michael Phelps has gotten to the point now where he's like polished. Michael Phelps yeah. is like, "I smoked a bong. I need to be cool." Well, you know, <laughs> he's not. He's not like uh, no. But what's I mean, his name. What's what's his name? R- Ryan Lockie. Ryan Lockie. Me a swim goodest. Who you know? Watch Zootopia. Trump. <laughs> you know, watch Zootopia and went, oh, that part where he says that she should answer questions with questions. <laughs> I do I'll that. do that. Yeah. Did you see that he had a reality show after the last Olympics and I yeah. got canceled after five episodes because yeah. it was so stupid. Yeah. It was like yeah. comical. He, yeah. not a, he, 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 he a swim boy. I don't know if he's a bad man, but he's not a bright man. But he's what are you going to do? He's not a bad do? man. He's just a swim he boy. He seems, seems pretty brotastic, though. He yeah. found a, a, a profession that allows him to live. <laughs> to excel. Yes. yes. So we should never just, he's a good swim boy. Yeah. We're, good, we're not going to besmirch him, but he's not that part. Although I did see Michael Phelps after one of his things this week. He had to practically drag himself out of the pool where he was oh. just like, Ugh. I think something well, years what old. It was one after one of the longer yeah. like the distance things where he like <laughs> he, he won. Like, uh, he won, but they, man, yeah. They did at what cost? He um they've been they've shown a couple times, especially since seeing him do that, because he just didn't he didn't go over to the steps. He got out at the platform. Yeah, exactly, yeah. He pulled himself up. And, yeah. I mean that's how I get out of a pool. Like just pain, and, yeah. and I haven't even done anything. You know? I'm just like, yeah. this is garbage. Oh. Um, but he he got out of the pool like a thirty something year old man. Yep. They showed him next to one of the te- somebody who's ten years younger than he is, getting out on the steps at yeah. the same time, and he gets out like a thirty something year old dude who's like, ow, yeah, ow. 
And He's like, been doing this shit for like good, like Olymp. What this is like 15. his fourth Olympics or since something like 15. that. It's fucking crazy. Speaking of people mm. being in a lot of Olympics, I found my favorite Olympic sport of okay, all time, I'm ready. This week. which is fucking shooting. Because really? it is, I w- especially the women shooting, because yep. it's all like forty-five-year-old ladies yep. who look like True. lunch ladies, yep. who because it's just shooting. As long as your shooting finger is okay and your eyeballs work, yep. there there's women who they're like they were in like the nineteen eighty-four Olympics, and they're True, still just yeah. like the dynast decades-long dynasties of one person yeah. that can last in a shooting. I was like. Oh man, this is great. And yeah, it was great. Me and Dylan were watching it and we dude man, this Italian team, these women look like sculpted they, they look like Dylan McConus characters because like yeah. their faces were just what you expect like super badass yeah. older Italian women to look like. Yeah. And there's like this little chickadee, like British girl who's nineteen who had a little gun poo. Poo. And you had like the super like they look like vultures, the Italian team. And then you had the Americans who were just like normal. Like, they look like they work work at Walmart, but super cool. And one lady was like twenty, and the other lady was like like forty five. Yeah. And oh, it was great because like you had people whose like grandkids are there watching right. them. Yeah, and yeah. shit. You never get to see that in the Olympics. Yeah. It's just kind of like oh man, it just you, I don't know. Yeah, I think, it, I think you get to see it like shooting, badminton, like yeah, like there's uh, table tennis, and table stuff like tennis, that. quote unquote, not ping pong, but table nah. tennis. Yeah. yeah, and it's fucking. I mean, like, I don't enjoy watching it, but I'm impressed by At it. At least like, it's there. Like, yeah, good job. Saw some judo this week. Judo's pretty cool. I love. Um, my I think my favorite commentary about judo comes from Leslie Jones. Yeah, who is now down there. I that's yeah. I was gonna mm-hmm. bring that up. Yeah, uh, Leslie Jones who's now down there. She's like, these people are so polite. They bow and before they kick the shit out of each other. <laughs> I was. A little, I thought that meant that she was gonna be on air. She's been, she's so, been like, so they I a little think bit. she's on NBC.Olympics.LeslieJones.com.Tumblr. She like, she's kind Ryan, of been relegated to. Ryan Seacrest and her cute yeah. and, and, like, they did and a segment. They did stuff. a segment and they sent her, um, sent her around with Mary Carrillo, who's, uh, um, uh, used to be a commentator for NBC mm-hmm. and, uh, was basically sort of her sports handler. Yeah. Like she was bit. definitely like taking her around. I can see she might need and a like she little. she just got to like, cause all the, all the, um, athletes are so pumped. That she came down. Yeah. That they're like they're they're pulling her into like the swimmers came and got her and then like carried like brought her into their section. So she sat with Team USA and watched a bunch Man. of like the swim stuff. And then she's like she's going around. She's having a great time. Yeah. That needs to be like a like a like a like a, an Olympic special they air in two weeks. They're like yep. Leslie Jones at the Olympics. Yep. Yeah. I mean they gotta be ca- the one thing that's really super funny is that there's there's all these boring ass commentators who are like, Oh, we can't uh we gotta be careful which ones we uh, which ones we try to air because of her language. <laughs> yep, yep. And I'm just like, God, shut up. Oh, I mean, in terms of her like stuff she's she brought, is, like she was a, tweeting and she's stuff a before. Blue comedian. Yeah. She, she yells "motherfucker" and shit, and <laughs> you know, like she she shouts constantly, and, yeah. and like like I get it that that's you gotta like ratings and blah blah blah, but oh, you know, that's her enthusiasm. And it's yeah. Fucking charming. Yeah. God bless Leslie Jones. Especially after the year she's had on Twitter, it's nice that Twitter caused this to happen to her, yeah. too. Yeah, the internet, it's yeah, like it's the nice to see the internet actually effects. working for somebody. Man, I'm trying to think of anything else. Just, uh, oh, did you see the black lady one shot put? Yeah! Yeah! She was great! Because all the shot put people look like beer kegs. You had... But just like the first black lady to win for the, you had for the first, United States. The first African-American woman to win shot put. You had you the Simone... Afri- um, Simone Manuel, who's the first uh, African-American woman to win gold in a swim in yeah. a swimming competition. There's the and black lady gymnast. Yeah. Yes, mobile. So I don't is. think she's the first African American woman to win because Gabby Douglas. Doesn't, no, won. Gabby Douglas. Yeah, but, but I mean she's, she's younger and hotter. She's, well, 
No, she's terrifying, and she's, she's a, a beast. She's the teeniest person on the entire United States Olympic team. Four and a half team. feet tall, and and she scored like the fact that the U.S. placed gold is great, and we've done that before. But it was like a full like five or six points ahead of everybody else, which is unheard of. Yeah, and it's all because of Simone Biles and mm-hmm. how compact she is and mm-hmm. how perfect in her execution she is. And she, she, what I like about her is that she looks like she's having fun. Yeah. You know? Oh, she was. She did so, one of her routines was to Beyonce. Yeah, and I saw that and I was oh, like, so well, one of her like like lone gymnast things. She was yeah. she so she was known doing the single ladies dance a oh, little bit. Adorable. Like you know, she was backflipping and stuff, and she lands on her feet and starts doing the oh, little shuffle. And I was like, oh man, I love her. That was great. Yeah. So speaking of shot put, <laughs> yeah. so fully, I, I fully woke oh up, no, fully woke up before I did, and um uh, uh was watching the Olympics. And I, I was like watching them like, on mute. Fully, like, it was like through a TV from like, the window. Annie, I found a new girlfriend. Oh, it's no. the New Zealand shot putter. And then she pauses and she goes, "But she's married. Is that okay?" And I was like, "That depends. Is he cute?" And so these are my. This is between nine ten and nine fifteen on Saturday. These are my Google searches. <laughs> okay, ready. New Zealand shot putter Valerie Adams. New Zealand shot putter Valerie Adams' husband. Valerie Adams Mormon. Mormon <laughs> homosexual policy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tragic little short story. <laughs> Is she actually part? Uh... I didn't know there were New Zealand Mormons. I didn't know. Either. How does? I guess they go. I mean, I mean yeah, they're just like getting rid of the church. Yeah, yeah. She, she was born into. Is it, she but... part? Uh, what's the New Zealand uh, native people? I mean. Possibly. Not to be like, that's All the most important is, thing. What is she? No, she's just beautiful. God she's a damn. beast. Yeah. Sadly, yeah. she's married to an unattractive man, and she's Mormon, so I guess that... Oh, wow. She's all fucked up. Otherwise, I know it would be an Annie, option available to me. She's so. going to have a breakthrough in the next couple of years, and she'll be widely available. Just, just, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll just Valerie... Wait, Thank no, you, I'm looking at Valerie V. Valerie I'm looking Adams. at someone else, yeah. Yeah. Which she placed, uh, she uh, she was the all the main name Valerie V maybe Valerie Adams before she got married because Adams may be her married name maybe Possibly. yeah um, okay she, I think she that's was what the, happens uh, last last in London she was the gold medalist in shot put and she came in silver because of the awesome shot diva yeah yeah Aww. so yeah anything else cool that you guys saw. Um, what else have we been watching? I mean, we've been watching a lot of Olympics. A lot. Yeah, but that's nothing, mostly what I've been Nothing doing has week. shook me and grabbed me the way the Rugby Sevens did. Because it was a sport I had zero awareness of. Yeah. And it's such a fast and um, simple sport, even yeah. though I have very little concept of what is a penalty and what is not. And I kept looking up YouTube videos and well, failing to find anything. So the, 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 fun thing, the fun thing about rugby is really the only things that end up being penalties are when you're when you're faffing about with the ball and yeah. you're not actually faffing like... About. But I still I I like to think that's an actual it. rule. It's no kind of, faffing it's, about. It's kind, of, it's kind of the truth. Like, if you if the ref feels like you're taking... You get a yellow flag for faffing if you're taking, about. If you're taking too much time yeah. and you're not making forward progress, yeah. then they'll call foul. But and then there's like brutality fouls, yeah. which is why your sweet girlfriend Portia Woodman got kicked out. God, I did Portia see Woodman. that a lot of talk about the thorns during the Olympics this week. Yeah. We're watching some of the rugby well, sevens because, because that's of... how him and it, yeah. I mean, in rugby sevens because there are a lot of thorns in just uh, soccer. Oh my! Is who that one of Oh, going... is, it, is it the thorns in soccer? Yeah. But it's the pigs in. It's the pigs in. The Portland uh, pigs are our rugby that... sevens team, and they are not. I watched so anywhere. many sports this week. I'm just yeah, completely everything's Sport. a blur. Uh, no, but it was, uh, the Thorns, when they broke, like, when you break off into, like, who you end up playing for as far as country and stuff like that, yeah. there were Thorns that were playing for, like, 
for a bunch of different countries. Yeah, our, our, our local Oregon is. news station was joking about how Oregon has sent out more Olympians this year than a lot of smaller countries. That's true, because yeah. we have, we have a bunch of, of... Um, the actually, the guy who's... Uh, uh, Ashton Eaton, who's uh, competing for the decathlon... Um, who won it last year, or sorry, not last year, but last uh, last, last Olympics? Olympics yeah. Um, he and his wife are both um, ducks. They're both okay, from, yeah. uh, U of O uh, graduates. It is funny. I did see that. a lot of uh, uh, people who do sports commentary just for the Olympics. They talk about like last summer, and yeah. they're like, "Well, last summer might be the last four years ago, I mean. the last summer Olympics." Yeah, exactly. And, and then, and then last year, yeah, because of because U of O is such a hot spot for track and field people, and you're gonna hear more and more. I didn't and more realize that about... was such a big thing. Yeah, oh okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They produce some of the best runners and some of the best track and field athletes. I wasn't surprised when they were talking about how we've exported so many gay women to the olympics but like when it comes down to other stuff too yeah but yeah no yeah just again there's so i guess the olympics probably we'll we'll probably talk about the olympics one last time next week because i'm assuming the uh closing Closing ceremonies will be next sunday night i guess i think they're on are they on friday or are they on sunday i would i don't know that's a good question actually let's see uh, yeah there are more out um there are more out gay and lesbian um and trans uh and queer uh, athletes this time around than mm-hmm. there have ever been. Sunday, really August cool. 21st. Okay. Yeah, so. It's yeah. really, really cool. Yeah. So actually, it probably means two more weeks of us talking about the Olympics, because yeah. then we'll have to talk about the closing ceremonies two weeks from today, but yeah. <sighs> Just deal with it. Fucking love Yeah, what else you can, you guys been checking out watching or anything like that? Uh, mostly it's been a lot of Olympics. I've been playing some uh, Overwatch still, uh-huh. and uh, fuck, all the Olympic skins and shit are so cute. Yeah. Like, I, I got I got Zarya and McCree's outfits, which were my two favorite outfits. Is Zarya just wearing the thing that she's wearing at the new Olympics title screen? Yeah. Where it's just like, yeah. Yeah, she's like a weightlifter. Did you see the one weightlifter where everyone was joking at the Olympics this week? Yeah, that she did Zarya's new emote. Yeah, she did the little heart emote. Everyone's like, well, that's obviously going to get patched in next week. Yeah. I hope so. It's McCree's cute. outfit is so cartoon ridiculous because his poncho is an American flag. Is that it? That's and really his like belt buckle says USA. <laughs> and he's like all these red, white, and blue. His gun is red, white, and blue with like a American flag pommel. I'm assuming they designed that for the vanilla game. And someone was like, you know, the Olympics are coming up. We just save it for that. Well, yeah. the game is, it's so smart that they're doing this because the game game is vaguely Olympics themed in that it's like this multinational sport. Yeah, thing. exactly. Like yeah. the Overwatch theme. The first time I heard it, I joked, oh man, give give it another four years and NBC is going to be using this in their Olympic coverage. The yeah. way they use like Briscoe County Jr. theme song. <laughs> oh my God, Briscoe so... County Jr. got used so much. It's still <laughs> yeah, da, 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 it's such a good song for the Olympics. Yeah. It's so good. But uh, anyway, fucking Overwatch is great. Um, I played with some Lego this week. Um, a friend of uh, Bill's on Twitter was getting rid of a bunch of stuff and got rid of a bunch of Lego parts. And Bill said, hey, let me have that. I'll take that off your hands. So Bill got these old Lego sets and gave them to me. I pillaged all the parts and used it to work on a new build for Benton. I built Benton a church. It's at soberbeast.tumblr.com. I'm trying to try and post my builds there a little more. But I had a lot of fun doing it. But I had all these extra parts left over because it was a space set. Yeah. And there's all these blues and all these like stickers and everything. And I'm like, I know these are valuable parts. I don't want them. I don't really care about their value. I want someone to use them who loves them. So I took them into the one of the resale shops here in town. And the dude just like looked at me like I was insane because this is a really valuable set that I just picked parts out of. Was this bricks and minifigs? Yeah. Oh, and he's shit. like, I will give you $40 for this lump of parts. But he's like, if you build this out, this could easily be $400. Like, it, if you put this like, all together. I got shit to do. I, I literally did. I'm like, man, I know that I'm walking away from money. But on the, my, shit, my yeah, time exactly, on this earth yeah. is precious. And I did. I just looked at him and I said, 
I'm a Lara Western person, not a fucking space person. And I just was it like an old he was like, show, okay. I, I mean, it was a, yeah, it was there are a couple original sets in there, and, then and you I know were obligated to cut me in for like twenty bucks. Yeah, Bill, yeah, if you, I have nine dollars left on my bricks and minifigs <laughs> card that I'll hand you. Get you a hot dog minifig. Yeah, oh, that'd be fair. Four hundred dollars worth of credit at the Lego store. Yeah, yeah. I, like I can't spend it. Like and but I mean that speaks to I how much they're going to sell it for oh, no, because if they're spending it if you should go in there next week and see if they have it built in in the window yeah exactly you spent it on what you got that uh, the mansion oh the haunted mansion so yeah. all things I have to wait for it to get in stock would that have made it worth it no okay cool nope <laughs> all thanks to I think it was Doctor Sparkle who yeah. does the Crontendo blog who I think gave me all those uh, Lego pits. I'll just say this to the sweet, sweet boy Hattie Nation. If you have any Lego parts kicking around in your life that you don't need anymore, or if you see any Lego parts kicking around for if, cheap... Uh, I wonder if, if you can ship them by media mail. If you have any... No, you can't. They're if, not books. If you have but any 100% still... old sets that Annie can well, pull, no, no, no. that Annie can pull for parts from and then sell for a tenth of what their, their <laughs> actual worth. value would be, send them on over. But that's the thing for me. It's like, I don't care about the like, like the, the no, fiscal value of Lego. It's all about the emotional value of Lego for me. I know. As well you should. I mean, it was very foolish of me. I was sitting in the but... car with a dog. <laughs> it was, um, their Lego, 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 I think. Yeah, it was Dr. Sparkle, yeah. I think... Are you gonna Are you gonna go to the Lego convention? Are you gonna show the world your Lego Western town? I'm thinking about building up Benton and taking it to the Lego convention. Yeah, because that's year. next one, like next March or whatever. Yeah, yeah next June. It'll be great. Yeah, why not? Maybe. I'd have and to that go gives all you, three days. That gives you nine months to buy a pickup truck to justify how Bill, you're gonna haul that stuff down Bill, there. You're you've done conventions. Yeah. You know sitting behind a table and selling things to people can sometimes get tedious for two days. Yeah, so how would this I would have to go for three days. I wouldn't be selling things to people and I have to interact with other Lego mouth breathers. The only Lego mouth breather I would interact with is me when I stare in the mirror I'm and fully go with Benton. You. <laughs> I'd have to take a day off work because they don't let you come for only partial. Yeah. If you're attending the Lego convention, they, they actually say in their things, they're like, you need to come to all three days of events. I don't know. It could be. Events. The chance of also being cool. Ah, why not? Why should I? Because well, then don't Benton do it. Is great. Benton is great. Benton is great, but I don't know. I'm thinking uh, about it. Whatever. I'm thinking about so, it. But, so you can't buy a table where you're not selling anything. You're just exhibiting, here's my stuff. Yeah. I mean, you, there, yeah. So I could just show up with my, like, fucking. People this do. Random, like, not even, like, homemade builds, no, but, like, I made the Parisian restaurant, with, except yeah. I wrote the word fuck on top of the building. <laughs> yep, yeah. Yep. Really? Uh-huh. They, there must be some kind of process where, just, like, you, you have to be reviewed, because I'm assuming they get more... They have to turn some people away. I wonder yeah, what the criteria well, for that is. I've seen the stuff they display. Yeah. I don't know if they do. But... Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I guess well, it is a big Western enough convention town. that, like... Yeah, you got a while to think about it. Probably until Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, you I am, should totally do it. Though. The thing is, is that I, to, it's Aww. so expensive to get all the specific parts you need for a build. Like for Benton's church, I needed a lot of these slope gray tile pieces, light light bluish gray. It's the official Lego co- color. I think I spent like twenty five dollars just on those fucking parts. You yeah. Just I, brick told, like I totally stuff? did, you asshole. Yes. I was kidding. I tried to go to the Lego resale shop. I'm like, oh, I'll just pick parts from their picker bin. I didn't find literally one after looking in there for 15 Are you minutes. seeing an uptick in people also like rating the, the Lego bins or anything like that? I don't go frequently enough to... Oh, okay, I don't know if you did or not. I mean, the very like first time I went to a Lego resale shop, there were two people there, each with clipboards of parts they needed yeah. and were like picking through and then God, checking things off their list. One of them was a real dick, too. Yep. Yeah, he was wearing a shirt that I remember very clearly. It said, "When I want your opinion, I'll hit you." 
Really? really? Yeah. Wow. Jesus. Well, like, that seems kind of like the kind of nerdy d- dick bag who'd be into like, yeah. not specific to Lego, but just that's yeah, he welcome was, like, to nerd bullshit. Old and feeble really? Yeah. That's even funnier. I know it's pretty like, good. Somebody's overcompensating for some shit. Anyway, I used your um uh, Lego Doctor Who hairpiece for um the hairpiece of my preacher. Yeah. Buttons church. Oh, because it good. is a little gray. It's from the Peter Capaldi Doctor. Yeah. Who? Okay. Yeah. I forgot I gave you. Oh, yeah. that's right because I have Capaldi from uh. There's the well. You bought me that Doctor Who yes. Lego set, so technically that's yours. You're just reclaiming what's yours. But then I also have another Capaldi from the Lego Dimension set. So yep. yeah. Yeah. Because I was looking at my. I forgot that I gave you the my the Capaldi that Where came with that Tardis set. Uh-huh. I was looking at the Tardis. I was like, because we, we, you and I, we mixed match. Like we have, there's like a fucking. Uh, who are the bad guys from Doctor Who with the plungers for hands? Wow, Daleks! Daleks! There's like a Dalek with a dog for a head. I forgot we fucked. We like we mixed and matched some of the people in there. There's like a weeping angel with like a fucking carrot for a head. <laughs> and I was like, where's the doctor in all this? And I was like, oh, that's right. I forgot to give the. He's in Benton now. Yeah, exactly. Okay. He's in Benton. He went to a parallel. Universe. Did you use the rest of him for anything? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. Cause, he, cause his his, his body is really. Yeah, because you liked his yeah. like a little tuxedo. And everything. He is now a crow man. I think so. Really? Yes. Yeah. Wow. That's a Doctor Who episode right there. Yep. Yep. Uh, Anyway, I love Benton. Benton brings me peace. Bill, what you been going on with? Uh, not that much this way. We play No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky. I hate to say, it's not a bad game. It's a boring game. Well, there was no way that it was gonna build live up to those expectations. <sighs> well, that's the thing. It's it's pretty much what they said. We're like, hey, you explore planets, and we put most of our time and energy into this procedurally generated algorithm that'll generate random planet surfaces mm-hmm. and 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 that will take like a dozen different animal pieces and mix and match them into crazy animal shapes mm-hmm. and stuff like that but like this the, what you're doing on every planet is exactly the same thing where you're just like scouring the same plants and animals for like for uh, fuel for your spaceship so you just go explore more ships or explore more planets and stuff and there's no NPCs to talk to mm-hmm. except for the occasional alien on these trading posts so the mm-hmm. aliens all just kind of look the same and it's not bad it's just, it totally feels like a $20 indie game that got picked up by Sony mm-hmm. and published, overblown, as a $60 retail game. Mm-hmm. And it's, 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 it's spread a little thin, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I can yeah. see why. I don't know, but what have you named your, um, what, did, what have you named your planets, Bill? Uh, I, Mommy Hits Me, uh-huh. Big Jim, uh-huh. Cup of Tea. Whatever, you know what? And keep I, going, keep going. Toasted cheese. Wasn't it Big Fart Theta? Wasn't that one? Oh, Fart War Omega. Oh, yeah. That's the one I was just exploring when you guys showed yeah. up. Um, the thing is, like, I expected there to be at least be some kind of multiplayer element to the game. Because then when they first unveiled the game, they said there would be some kind of multiplayer elements. Mm-hmm. Even if it was just, like, Journey, they said, where you would just, like, even if you can't interact with someone else, but at least you could see someone else. Like, even if there's a ship flying through the sky mm-hmm. or sure. something like that, just to know that there's other people out of the universe doing stuff, even if you can't directly interact with them. This game doesn't even have that. I could see how that would be, like, a lot of infrastructure to support a chance hap- meeting. Like, I, I can see that being out of scope. Does it? If it's if it's if it's Minecraft nearly if it's it. nearly infinite, but Minecraft is about interactivity. Yeah, like at its base, this game is not. This not... game is about loneliness with the chance of interaction. I don't think that's necessarily supposed to be the thematic point of the game because the game does it. It doesn't feel like that's like supposed to be the way. It feels like they. Yeah, it feels like there should be more to the game that they couldn't well, figure see, out, and now you're just stuck with just like, well, I guess I'm just going to mine all the time, and that's it. I am more curious about the game that No Man's Sky will be a year from now. That's the thing I keep on saying. So I don't necessarily regret, because I threw down for like the $60 special edition with mm-hmm. like, you know, the steel book and art book and everything like that. I got, oh yeah, I, I put, oh, sorry, recording. We're actually, I put the our backup mic on top of uh, 
the the, the Man, New Man's Sky book, but there's a cool art book and everything like that. Uh, the game looks surprisingly grungy. Um, they've designed the game so it, like everything looks like it's shot with an Instagram filter, which has mm-hmm. the unfortunate impact of making everything kind of look the same. Mm-hmm. Even though you have these wildly different planets with like very colorful uh, art styles and stuff like that, because it's all shot through this like same kind of like purpley Instagram filter, it kind of like makes everything kind of look yeah, kind of. Oh, find I that animal! <laughs> yeah, Foley's Foley's looking through the No Man's Sky art book I right now. I have a feeling that I would. But that's the thing. Really it's a total Rorschach game. test because people I know and love think this is one of the best games ever. Yeah. Other people I know and love are like the fuck is this bullshit there's absolutely nothing to do mm-hmm. in the game so it's, it's completely depends on your personality that and how much a, you want to read into the game yeah super so. sweet yeah some of the design. there's some great asymmetrical ship designs yeah. in there yeah um one of the first ships i had the option to buy was like this one like essentially it was just a rocket with one little fin sticking out the side <laughs> of it i mean i thought that kind of looked great yeah uh, but i was also unfortunate that okay so every person's game you start off your ship has supposedly crashed on a planet uh-huh. And so this is how the game teaches you by crafting. It says, go over here, smash some rocks. You can use that for fuel. Mm-hmm. Uh, go here and smash these other rocks. You can use that to like get some iron and you can craft mm-hmm. some plates. And that'll help fix your engine. Yeah. And you, you have to like craft three different things to get your plane up and running again so you can explore the planet or go out into space. And I did that. Mm-hmm. And I was also lucky enough, literally 20 feet away from where my ship quote unquote crashed, you know, every planet you start off is randomly generated. So I just happen to have a three-story house-sized chunk of emeralds. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Literally three, like the size of a three-story house. Yeah. And yeah. I spent the first hour and a half of my game. You have like you also start off with a little laser pistol that you can turn into an actual gun. But at yeah. first, it's just like a little mining gun. It goes. Yeah. Like you're, a just, you're such a just pissing on the rocks and they fall apart. Yeah. But I spent a whole half hour just like on this house-sized rock of emeralds. And I looked it up to see on the No Man's Sky wiki to see if this is like a particularly... Is this normal? Is this like... Or is this how valuable is this stuff? Yeah. Am I wasting my time? Like, no, this is actually one of the... Especially early on in the game. It's one of the most valuable things you could find. And I had shitloads of it. Yeah. I filled up my entire inventory. And it's like, okay, I got my ship. I fixed it up. Go into space. First thing happens when I go to space, I get shot down by space raiders. Yeah! Blown the fuck up. Which isn't too bad, because right. they do this uh, Dark Souls thing where... Uh, it's not limited to Dark Souls. You do this World of Warcraft. But, like, when you die, you leave a little grave marker wherever you die, whether it's on a planet surface or in deep space or whatever. As long as you can get back there, you can collect your stuff again. Okay, that's good. But if you die on your way to collect that stuff again, you lose that stuff permanently. Yeah. So, I, you know, respawn back on the planet, go back up into space... Get shot down by the pirates again. No. I lost all the zillion dollars. And then out my first hour and a half work of work in the game completely got. And that set a tone. <laughs> completely demoralized me in sure. the game. And yeah. now I'm going back to like mine more rocks. And I'm just like, fuck this game. <laughs> so, but I mean, that's the nature of everything yeah. being kind of randomized and procedurally generated and stuff yeah. like that. Everyone's going to have a different story. Just having my first story is a fucking hard luck case. I was like, well, but then, I was like one of the sad tech miners in Deadwood. You where I'm see, like, that's the thing. Uh, you have a story to tell though. Well, like, yes, you exactly. Know? So it's not, you like, get, it's not terrible, but you, yeah, but I could totally you get see, what you put into it. Well, they even said in the next update, they're going to put in, you could build a spate, like, what is it? You could craft space bases or something like hmm. that? Which really doesn't make a lot of sense well, because well, the whole point of the game... So the only story in the game is that you're an unnamed miner who's just trying to get to the center of the galaxy. But, so that means good. you're constantly moving, so there's no... I don't know why you would ever want to sit down I, and build anything because you're supposed to be jumping from planet to planet all the time. Part of me wonders if the, the vastness aspect and the amount of time it takes to get anywhere... Yeah. And, and and all of that. That's one thing I do and then, appreciate. And then how many and then how many people are playing it at yeah. any given point? And if you think about space and distance 
and time it takes to travel and quantity of of players a multiplayer thing would be difficult like it's almost as likely as us as humans going out into the galaxy and hoping to that 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 one in a million hope that you're gonna that you're gonna find and interact with anybody yeah so i mean like like it's it's one of those things where like making something that is that close to reality in some ways is, is but the fact not that, always like, beneficial if that makes sense like yeah. because because it's too real It'd be like having like a breakfast simulator but you got to make everything and you got to like go to the grocery store and buy your cereal before you can eat it like no you're a video game I want to interact with people I want to go to a space station I want to see different aliens want to you know it's like eh. yeah so but it could be really meditative so you think you might pick it up I don't know I don't know it looks pretty. You can borrow for a couple days. Nah. I, I can obviously. Bill, look. Bill's like, Bill's like, I'm mad at it. <laughs> I'm, kind of, I'm still trying to figure out if like there's anything that like maybe um like yeah because like I said I, I started off on such a bad foot with God, the game. Such a bad foot. I got, I got all the emeralds. I got. You murdered. do very quickly see what the gameplay loop in the game is. Yeah. It, it is just co- collecting resources to for resources' sake. Yeah. And really, the only thing, even though technically what you're supposed to be doing, the overarching thing in the game you're supposed to be doing is trying to get to the center of the galaxy. Sure. Really, what you're trying to do is just get more inventory slots for your character and for your ship. Because mm-hmm. when you start off, you barely have any inventory space. Sure. And, of course, the inventory space d- dictates how much resources you can carry. And so because you've, it, it becomes this loop where you're just only mining stuff to get more inventory slots so you can mine more stuff. Yeah. You realize that's the gameplay loop. Yeah. And you've, you're in this huge galaxy filled with all these random planets Which, but what you're doing is so catastrophically mundane in the face of this yeah. huge world that they've given you which is which that is, it feels extra just like man what the fuck am i doing which at least if of, i was doing it with other people or something yeah, like that yeah, yeah, even yeah, if yeah. we couldn't trade if we could, even if we could just hang out even if it was just a hangout game where i yeah. could just hang out and communicate with other people yeah that'd or be you something could build a base together. or something but aspects, you can't... aspects of what you're saying right there just remind me of far cry yeah, like the like 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 that. You're constantly like you're you're killing this thing so that you. Far Cry's a better like... resource gathering game, though. True. If you had Far Cry, that was just in space. Yeah. Yeah, that would be that would actually be a better game than what this is, even if it wasn't randomly generated, even if it was yeah. just a relatively small world. But yeah, ah, it's 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 yeah. It'll, but like Annie said, it'll be interesting to see what this kind of what this game evolves into, because mm-hmm. there's plenty of room to evolve this game, and I'm assuming they're making enough money off of this. They'll have resources. They'll be collecting resources so they can craft a better game. Oh, good. Plutonium. Full circle. They just need 14 plutoniums and two antimatters to create. Bill, tell me about your Harry Potter experience. Oh, yeah. You sound so invested. (laughs) Bill, you you read Harry Potter. Tell me oh, about Harry you Potter. grilled me on my week's activities. <laughs> now I'm grilling you in your week's activities. Hey, did you do guys we, actually we shine a light at him? Did you yeah. guys actually buy a copy no, of Harry Potter? Yet, the, no. You go want to borrow? I'm done with mine. You guys just want to borrow my copy? Yeah. I just can send you home yeah, with no like, man's. No. no. Well, no. I'm I'm watching the Olympics right now. I'm We're literally busy. zero interest in anything but the Olympics. You can be reading Harry Potter watching the Olympics. No. Was no. well, that it's particularly no, impossible? You don't read while watching the Olympics, motherfucker. boring ass Olympics. It's water polo. Both the television and the book is boring, Bill. If you're not even paying attention to it either. That's a good point. But yeah, I finished Harry Potter and the Cursed Child this week. Man, this book's got a lot of flack. Is from it people. cursed or cursed? It's cursed. 
Okay. That's a good point, Because you said, if you're in English, it's, it's all Shakespearean. It's probably cursed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's Harry Potter and the shitty no good child. Yeah! What's the actual... There's a couple shitty no good childs in that book, so I'm not quite sure which kid is supposed to be the cursed child, but yeah. I, I, I'm pretty sure it's cursed. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure it's cursed. Probably in America. It's not... I'm looking at it. It's not it that bad. Mm-hmm. It is fanficy, uh. but people forget how fanficy the original Harry yeah. Potter books yeah. got. Yeah. Because people are like, it's all, it's too much of this stuff is about relationships and fanfic. I'm like, did you, did you read the book? Especially <laughs> once her editors gave up and she just started handing in like, like 1500 page manuscripts. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, Here, this is your job now. One nice thing about this book is I got to read it at my own pace. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because back, especially like, uh, you I had to read quick. Yeah, back in the day to avoid spoilers and stuff. So few uh, people seem to care about this book online. I was like, ah, fuck it. I'll just read whatever. Like, no yeah. one was posting. The only people I saw talking about this book online were people complaining about how stupid fanfic it was. Aww. Yeah. And I was like, well, but they weren't even spoiling it. I was like, yeah. okay. And it is, it's not that bad. It's yeah. Back to the Future. You, this book yep. totally... Have you guys heard, like, what, like, the gist yeah, of the I've book read, is? I've heard lots of spoilers about this book. Oh, so you know what's going on. Okay, yeah. yeah. It totally feels like Harry... Like, where J.K. Rowling, she was working on the script for that Fantastic Beast movie that's coming mm-hmm. out. And, like, she must have been, like, in a hotel room in L.A. And she got... She was tired. And, like, she put on the... After a hard day of work, talked to a Hollywood executive. She got went back to the hotel room. And the only thing on the TV was, like, a Back to the Future marathon. And she got had a couple gla- bottles of wine, and she's like, "Ah, oh, that's an interesting idea." And maybe you're like, "I could write, ah, oh, what if Harry Potter were in Back to the Future?" And then like two days later, she's like, "Oh, I actually wrote a whole story." Now, what do I do with this? Well, we're already making a movie, so we can't turn this into another movie. But what if we just turn this into a play? And then what if we just make money by selling that script? It'd be like a new book, and that's what happened. She's got to get that mini fridge. You got that mini fridge, yeah. <laughs> She's like one yep. tenth of the way to that mini fridge. <laughs> yep. She, yep. by clearing out that mini fridge while watching Back to the Future with her typewriter, she earned the right to buy her own home she mini fridge. She got her own home yep. mini fridge. But it is Back to the Future. It really is just a big time travel story where, like, people fuck up and have to go back and fix their mistakes and stuff and yeah. over and over again. And, like, yeah. yeah. I don't know if you're going to read it, so hopefully not spoiling too much. Hopefully he doesn't but, care about spoilers. I, yeah. I don't really care about spoilers, but also all I'm thinking, uh, I'm ser- seriously, like, he's been he's been talking, I've been listening, you've been sitting there quietly. <laughs> yeah. Um, Bill said, cursed child. Cursed child. I keep looking over at the thing, and all I'm thinking about is... Uh, the tag that Yuko and Ananth got um, in uh, uh, the Boston Comic Con, where they the Boston Com- the Boston Comic Con people spelled their name of their of their comic oh, Johnny no. Wanderer. Wanderer. Mm-hmm. Like, with an like, extra er at the end. Extra er at the end. Like, Man, speaking of those kids, you guys like lemon candies. I love lemon candies. Are they candies. really tart? Yeah, they're like. I love lemon candies without any definition or restriction. Buy your own. <laughs> Um, Jojo uh, bought some of those from Jakaivas. The uh, I mean, speaking of those kids, take them home. Uh, Johnny Wonder is webcomic. No, it's not plastic. It's a fire. <laughs> we have it's new fireplace that we just um, fired up. Johnny Wonder is a webcomic series. They 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 they, they bounce between doing um, autobiographical stuff and fiction stuff. They just started a, a, a monster is it boyfriend comic. That was autobiographical. At all? Yes, a, the bulk of it is autobiographical. Okay. Um. Uh, uh. They um just started a monster boyfriend series called Barbarous, which oh, is such so a good. fucking good name for a monster boyfriend story. I'm mad, and it's real cute so far. They're only mm-hmm. like four or five. Is pages one of the in. characters named Barb. Yes, you got it. You cracked the code, Bill. You <laughs> well, solved the monster boyfriend milk riddle. All the juice from that. Um, well, that's what you had to do with a monster boyfriend. And it's it's wow, someone named Barb. Wow. Doesn't he have to be uh-huh. a lady who is yeah. a barber? Yep. But the boyfriend is uh-huh. a giant monster. Barbarous. Uh-huh. The thing Keep that going. I love about this. 
the things that I love about what they're doing. I mean, I very rarely, like, I, I don't read a lot of webcomics. I don't do that. I just don't catch on to them. Um, the thing that I love about what they're doing is the f- woman is the brute. Yeah. And oh, yeah? The That's monst- always the best. And, and so is she awesome. the monster? The woman is the brute. The monster is like uh, is is this kind of smart, sweaty nervous <laughs> yeah. sweaty nervous big giant lunk so it's yeah. Doug, Doug Jones in the he's like in the Doug Jones book. yeah Doug Jones he's the guy who plays he's the, the skinny oh, guy oh see I barely think of him as a monster boyfriend because he's so real thin and I'm yeah like, that's what I'm saying I'm picturing like a very nervous he's like, a, he's like the Tom Hiddleston of monster boyfriend yes exactly yeah. which exactly is oh my god and he just like but can you pour some ice water on my giblet because that just that just fucked everything. Who's the up gay guy at the Olympics? Johnny White's. He's the guy. You, Johnny Weir. Johnny Weir. Yeah. He's the totally gay guy. He's he's leaning I mean, into that Tom Hiddleston shit. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna back with Bill here. Johnny Weir is, is gayer he, than anyone he else. He is the gay. He, he makes top Top Gun seem heterosexual. <laughs> he, he makes shows him tenaciously up. heterosexual. I, it's it's like it's like Tom Hiddleston fell into a gay spell. Gay gateway. I I I do love the fact that NBC is just like fuck it. We're just gonna give him like two hours of coverage tonight. Johnny Weir just like fucking with people on the Olympics. John, Johnny wears because I, I I didn't really like, so all I know is he would do like ice skating for the yeah, Winter he Olympics. Figure, he was a figure skater. Right? Oh, he, he was is a, a, he figure, is skater? a figure skater. But yeah. now he's doing like gymnastic commentary and stuff, which, which mostly is... his commentary is just like, mm, look at those pets. Speaking of gays on television, uh, Steven Universe. I think we're all caught up in Steven Universe. The, last, the last episode. You the saw? last episode we saw was. Was it with the rubies talking about Pink Diamond? Was that the yes. last episode? That's the last one we saw. Were they on the space, Uh-oh. the base on the moon? Have you have Uh-oh. you gone on that one? Bill, have you- yeah, you're a couple episodes behind. Okay. Not oh, only a couple, nothing major happened, but yeah. Okay. Man, Steve Are you? is good shit. Did you see the one where he's bubbled with one of the rubies? Yeah. 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 Oh, that was the one after that one. Yeah, so that was the last one we saw. Yeah, she's trying to kill him because the they, yeah. And then Spoilers they get for Steven him, Universe. They get him home and it's all tearful. And oh, that's all. Well, actually, you guys were perfect because there's only two episodes after that and they're both filler. Oh, okay. Um, because that technically that episode was supposed to be the season three finale. Um, which is funny because I think yeah. the first episode of the Summer Steven was supposed to be like the season three opener. Yeah. So we've burned, burned through, through all season three shit. in a month. Yep. And yeah. uh, so Summer Steven, the, the last month, they've aired a new episode of Steven Universe every day, every weekday for a month. Now we're going back to the normal schedule next week, so it's only only Fucking one new episode per week. Steven yeah. Universe continues to just blow me away. What happened? in Because we, we were going to talk about last week, but you guys were still caught up, uh-huh. so we haven't really talked about the Summer Steven. What ha- So Jasper came back. Uh-huh. Lapis came back. Uh-huh. Lapis is now roommates with Peridot. Mm-hmm. Did you see the episode where uh, Peridot bubbles a gem, yeah. a corrupted mm-hmm. gem, mm-hmm. and she sends it home, but it goes to Lapis because Jasper, that means Peridot thinks that the barn is her home now. Yeah. Just like when the, the crystal gems bubble or something, they yeah. go, it goes back to the temple. Yeah. I thought that was kind of a cute thing. It was thing. cute. This show is very cute and subtle. Lapis just shows up. She's just in, she's just like in the background just to show up eating Doritos and watching TV. It's almost that's like all she's suff- done. This- she suffered severe PTSD and needs <laughs> well, to Well, that's what everyone out. was talking about. Is That's how she's kind of like, not even recuperating, but just like, yeah, just Existing. chilling out. Yeah. Um, Fucking good as yeah, shit. Yeah, we find out that Pink Diamond got mm-hmm. aced. Well, that, because people point out, okay, so you have Bismuth show up. Yeah. 
That was a great episode. Yeah. 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 But Bisma specifically says, well, she crafted um, Rose Quartz's sword, Mm -hmm. but Rose Quartz's sword is not capable of shattering a diamond. It will poof Mm -hmm. them, but won't. Uh, uh, yeah, we can't shatter will, a gem. It will, it will destroy their physical form. But then one of the rubies specifically says that they saw her shatter mm-hmm. crystal, uh, a pink diamond. Mm-hmm. So what happened there? Like, well, I mean, you can shatter a gem. It's just presumably with enough force or something yeah. like that. Yeah, not like the thing about that weapon is that. Well, it's you kind of sh- wonder how she, if she didn't use her sword, like how did she? She could have used the like the hilt of her sword. Or just smashed like that. But I don't know. But you know, what I'm saying hugs. Yeah. Oh, they just. They, yeah. Just hugged her. They do kind of make it sound like shattering a gem is like really hard though, because like she had to invent a whole new machine that is capable but of shattering. We see gems. like, well, no, the thing is, is that it's like an instantaneous. It's like a nuclear bomb. It's like yeah. you can kill people, but it's an elegant way. Like, did they say that it can, can actually people. kill multiple people at once? I thought the whole point I, of that no. thing was it's, well, it's the first it's thing it's ever like crafted. A nuclear bomb. It's it's like a one hit destruction. Yeah, is what it yeah. is. That's what I meant. But like they, we see Ruby that one Ruby's gem get cracked yeah, very that's true easily. Too. Yeah. yeah, you could also continue with the gem metaphor and say it depends on the type of gem. Some gems are easily shattered. Some, I mean, and they you, talk about that because Peridot says how resilient she is. Well, she can't be she poofed is. very easily. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and then and then diamonds. Diamonds are known for being. Uh, the, rock, the rock is hard exactly yeah. Yeah. yeah well that's even more of a thing holy yeah. shit if, like so that means that ruby went out of her way to well destroy. and i love the big the the, the big rose. fan theory was rose. that rose was was is pink diamond no you yeah. find out she's just another quartz made yeah. on earth just like jasper and yeah. amethyst i do mm-hmm. love amethyst whole thing where she finds out like like, she, like her was like it, relationship they... with with jasper gets all crazy do they say explicitly that rose was made on earth because yeah. i thought yeah. they said there's one episode where it's it's offhand which drove the whole pink Rose's <laughs> yeah, right pink diamond thing. Right, everyone's like, "What?" Because I know they said both Jasper and Amethyst were made on Earth, but did they say that Rose was too? Yeah, because okay. everyone just I mean, they're all that, quartz. And the very that. least, if Rose quartz is not pink diamond, it was like 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 a like a grown gem that she must yeah. at least be from Homeworld. It does explain her but, scale that yeah. she's like she's upscale with Jasper. I mean, what does a full grown amethyst look like? Uh, yeah. I thought, I, thought, was... I thought it explained. I, I like that it sort of explains why every time that we see anything that's about the the diamonds, you see four four diamond colors. You yeah. see a diamond shape. Exactly. Yeah. And anything that's in the original um, in the house, and anything that's connected to the gem temple, um, that's in part of Stephen's house, it's a five point star. Yeah. With five different colors of what would what what I would assume would be five different colors of diamonds. Yeah. And then that's 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 the difference there of it being like that's mm-hmm. much older mm-hmm. and then the new stuff and the So four. you think that the new, the diamond authority now is like what used to be a five pointed star that got knocked mm-hmm. down to like four points or something? Yeah, like I mean you destroy you destroy Well one and the of house them. like the the main door inside the house is it's 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 a five pointed star. Yeah, but but it's 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 got ruby sapphire Maybe. pearl. No, that, that's what the, what the door is like in in the house. It's it's specifically it's even their gem. Oh no, I'm just I've just looked it up. I said like it's, it's and like actually whenever one of the uh the gems uses that door, sure. they're aligning thing. Although did you see the episode where fucking Sardonic shows yeah. up again? Yeah, and she has her own room yeah. in, inside the temple. Man, I liked that episode. But what's the, what's the name of no your future smoky smoky no. quartz? Yeah, smoky quartz. Yeah, oh, that's I love that's like yeah. She's voiced by um, uh, Natasha, Natasha Leone. It took me a while to realize. It was and then so all those, well, well, if you have Udo, uh, what's her face? Uh, crazy Eyes playing, yeah. you know. Suzanne! What's her, yeah. Then it makes sense that you have yeah, Natasha Leone well, show like, she is she is the perfect voice for that, too. She really yeah, is. She's no, a great no, combination really of the two. Yeah, because, like, Stephen <laughs> yeah, it was so good. Yeah, it was so sweet. I liked how they handled that. Like, the, Jasper was trying to kind of lure Amethyst to the dark side by, like, pointing out that she was a defect. Just, like... Yeah. 
yeah. how she sort of was like the opposite side of that coin. I do love Peridot like, when she sees it, Jasper's hole. She's like, oh my god, this is totally perfect. Yeah, and she's like <laughs> looking she's like for flag and everything else about yeah. the kindergarten. She's like, oh my god, this is like yeah. godlike. And like, was, oh my god, fucking yeah. Peridot is such an interesting energy to bring to yeah. the crystal gems that you really needed. Which I, when she first showed up, I was like, fuck this character. Well, she's totally kind of like not neurotic in that like. Maybe neurotic. Oh God! You said neurotic. (laughs) (laughs) Erotic. 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 Well, that's a whole other thing. I definitely heard erotic. Uh, No, I I really like how they handled Amethyst and how finally I liked that moment where um where Stephen reaches out to Amethyst and says, "You and I are the same, and that we're both weird and defective and wrong." Like he doesn't say those words, but he's like, "Yeah, we're we're the worst gems, you know." And it's like because she is a flawed gem, and he is no one even knows what he is. Yeah, it's beautiful. I I wonder what would happen if if Stephen's form was like he's half human. Like, would he die? Would Rose come? Well, that's one of the questions I brought brought up because like the ruby threatens to take his gem back to homeworld. Yeah, and I'm like, I like he's like he's like no, you can't do this. Like, what would even happen? to me yeah i love like and of course the internet the next day was like what would happen like can yeah. you poof steven yeah is that a thing that can happen we didn't even know, know. that he it's could... really upsetting to think about we didn't know he could fuse with another crystal gem until like the yeah. smoky quartz thing too yeah. like he could fuse with Con- well actually him fusing with connie is even weirder than because you would assume he'd be able to fuse with a crystal gem mm-hmm. but yeah it's yeah. Okay. It's okay, sweetheart. Well, just even how the whole thing started, like, it's funny because I see people just catching up with the Summer Steven now, and everyone's like, oh my god, like, the whole thing where it's, they go off to Empire City, and it's mm-hmm. Pearl in the in the, in the yeah. tux, like, singing the song about her relationship and Greg and everything yeah. like that. That was a great way, crazy-ass fucking way to start the Summer Steven. Yeah, and just, a like, musical lots of just, Yeah, and her with... song about, like, you know, she chose you and not me, yeah. even though I was here for, like, 50, you know, bazillion years. And, yeah. I don't know. The whole thing is... I love how we keep on getting peeks into the structure of Homeworld, where yeah. even Ruby talks about how she'll be awarded her own pearl if she comes back with yeah. Steven's gem. And, yeah. Yeah, which makes it sound like maybe only diamonds get pearls, so maybe there's only so many pearls out there. It's yeah. not like bazillions, but there might be only like four or five They're precious out there. pearls. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Huh. Which make, kind of makes sense, yeah. but yeah. Show is good as fuck. Oh, Pearl. It's, remember, remember when we what? first heard Steven Universe announced, you're like, I can't believe that this show well, it really, is, is led by a man. To be it should fair, be. And there is also 16 episodes of filler before it kind of gets good, oh, too. Oh, totally. Because the first, first, oh, yeah. first like, dozen episodes, it's like, Steven Universe, I like ice cream, blah, blah, it's, blah. It has even more of a sinking in point than Adventure Time did. But yeah. the difference is that Adventure Time, at the, you reach a certain point, at least I did, where it was very easy for me to stop watching Adventure Time. Whereas with Steven, Steven Universe, this, like, this slow burn of this world building is yeah. really captivating and enticing. Well, there's so much lore to explore, and the lore feeds into what we know about the characters, too. So it's yeah, not just a matter exactly. of, like, I'm finding out backstory, but, like, yeah. you're finding out more about these characters. Because yeah. we still don't know that much about Resistance or Pearl or, yeah. or like, any of the Crystal Gems or, like, Steven's mom. or yeah. And we still, we still don't even know a lot, a lot about uh, Greg's relationship with Rose Quartz. Yeah. Like, there's still a lot of shit. And especially if you go back and watch episodes with Greg and, and Rose Quartz where, like, they first meet and... And he says, like, I don't know anything about you. And she's like, well, that's for the better. I'm not a good person. And mm-hmm, then you find out mm-hmm. more, like, she's shattered a diamond and mm-hmm. she's led this revolt. And she's actually been the responsible for the deaths of lots of people. Yeah, it was, you can see why she's not necessarily very proud of a lot of things she has done. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. shit, man. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Show's good. Yeah. Show. I love the Rubies are so huge fans. 
sense of Jasper. <laughs> that was cute. Jasper, because when she first shows up, she just seems to be like just a really big soldier, a piece yeah. of shit. But it seems like she's really beloved by a lot of people she's in Homeworld. She's perfect. notorious. And seeing her get all fucked up, now she's corrupted and stuff, which totally leaves the. I, oh, I, Jasper, it's the most Jasper. obvious thing that could ha- happen. But like, if Steven can just fix Jasper, that would put her on the side of the Crystal Gems too. See, which, but I like the uh, idea that even if that's even not a guarantee, does, that no. it doesn't. Because I think yeah. part of maybe part of it is that like some people you can't heal. Well, that's that would be more interesting than him being able to. Well, you could say she's physically healed, but yeah. like emotionally. She's not, she, well, Lapis yeah. is technically he. Stephen fixed Lapis. Lapis in a world that's world of pain. Not, that's a different. Th- and she's not fixed. Well, that's what I'm saying too. Technically, well, he cracked. She had a cracked gem, and she got forgotten what, forever. What I like about the show is that it's even when it takes what may on the surface level be the obvious easy route, it rarely is emotionally honest or easy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But like assuming Jasper's gonna show up and, and end up being one of the good guys, which everyone seems to be assuming. But like that's an obvious, obvious path that they get. God, I really fucking love Jasper. That. Yeah, I don't want that because then yeah, it's almost it's better when she's more complicated, and more fucked up. Yeah. Not that I always want her to be fucked and corrupted, but like or I don't if, know. Oh God, yeah. I, I and really like we gotta figure out what the hell's. How did all these gems get shattered and corrupted to begin with? Yeah. They still haven't really. Well, my question is: Is it is it all the effects of the war, and are some of them like corrupted crystal gems? You know, well, you would have to because it seems like there was at least talking about atom bombs. It seems like yeah, Homeworld must have done something to destroy not, not even shatter because these these gems aren't even shattered; they're, they're corrupted, just corrupted. Yeah. And Homeworld must have done something, and you, then you wonder what Rose Quartz did to win the war in the yeah. face of all that. Yeah. And how the fuck is the good guys going mean, to win this enough, oncoming new war with Homeworld? There are you enough know, shattered and corrupted gems to cause, like, to cause that giant mass at the center of the Earth. You exactly, know? yeah. Like, filled up the planet with all that shit. Yeah. There's a lot of garbage floating but on I, Earth. The, one of the best things about learning that Rose Quartz is from Earth that, like, that explains why she's so partial to Earth yeah. and the people yeah. on it. That even kind of enriches that a little bit, too, even yeah. though a lot of people are disappointed that she's not from home. I don't, there's a whole lot of, I don't yeah. know. They've been doing good There's with a lot show. of there there. Yeah. Steven Universe good shit. Please it's also gay as, hell. gay as hell. Gay as hell. Well, did you saw the thing where one of the story creators got yeah. chased off Twitter because the fandoms got one of the, the fandom oh, got really Lord. pissed off about the she, Steven Universe she, fandom is intense. No, I, I every time I try to introduce people to Steven Universe, first thing I say, isn't this aren't these fan bo- isn't this fan base crazy? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, part of it is, but it's a good show. Yeah. But just it's 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 as toxic as elements like 4chan and so except yeah. instead of like super conservative dude yeah. bros, it's super crazy liberal identity politics policers on the other yeah. side but like if you ignore those people and just yeah. enjoy the show on its own terms i mean it's that's good. true like extremists are uncomfortable it's true yeah, no exactly, matter yeah. what group or organization you're talking but you can't about. let that ruin because the show's good yeah enough it's to... really upsetting that one of the one of the story artists from steven universe was driven yeah. off Twitter. just because supposedly she ch- she drew some art of was it peridot, peridot and, and lapis. peridot and lapis oh when everyone's God. going for the people who chased who chased her off Twitter were, yeah, were going from Peridot, for Peridot and Amethyst. Amethyst yeah. I don't shipping shipping Let wars. Peridot, Peridot, maybe she got she, maybe, maybe she, she ace. Yeah, maybe she, yeah, exactly. Yeah, leave her alone. Steven She's, Universe is she good. She loves to masturbate. It is, she don't it need is just kind else. of like fascinating that this show that is so gentle and supportive and like welcoming has like this intense negative fan base. I kind of see it because it's so, it's one of the few shows out there about identity politics and stuff. And it is so, it's such a rare thing. I can see yeah. why people go nuts for it oh, totally. and go nuts to protect what is something. There's nothing like it. It, yeah, I mean, not to say it justifies people's behavior, no. but I can see why. It's like when people get like gold fever or whatever, yeah. when they go nuts trying to find some kind of rare thing, you kind of yeah. see why, because it is oh, just yeah. such a, 
it literally drives people crazy. Well, kind people, of. people, when you become so enamored of something that you're like feels like is a part of you, and then it does something you don't yeah. want it to do, and then you feel, feel it's violated. a personal betrayal. And if you, yeah. if you, especially if you're younger and your shit's not locked down yeah. emotionally, then like all kind of lends yeah. out, and you strike out. And until you're 32 years old, then you're like, no, Ron is actually a balding, paunchy, stay-at-home Quidditch dad. I don't care what the creators say. <laughs> the best That's much more healthy. Harry Potter and the Curse of Child because they're messing around with timelines and stuff. They generate yeah. a whole new bunch of timelines. Seeing Ron and Hermione's relationship and. Yeah, that's what that's what I've learned more than anything. You see three different versions of Hermione, and they are all super fucking badass. Yeah, it is great. Ron is always just a shiftless. "Eh, (laughs) How you doing? Yeah, but yeah, yeah, there's there's one where uh, uh, Voldemort has taken over the whole world, and but Hermione's one of the last. She's the last surviving member of Dumbledore's uh, Dumbledore's army, but Mm -hmm. she's essentially living underneath a Whomping Willow. Yeah, and uh, Harry, uh, no, it's not Harry. It's uh, uh, Severus Potter. Mm-hmm. Or Severus, uh, Severus Malfoy. Mm-hmm. No, wait, is that no Scorpius Malfoy? The kind of main character is also Draco's kid, which is kind mm-hmm. of great. Um, he meets her, and she's all fucked up, and like you know, she she can't go outside because Voldemort's in control, and she's pretty much the last surviving member of this mm-hmm. whole resistance against uh, Voldemort. But I love how in 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 the text of of the play, they're talking about how like despite being at the pretty much at her wit's end, she's still like. She's become a full-on warrior, and this suits yeah. her more than anything else he's ever seen her in. And she's mm-hmm. like total badass, and mm-hmm. Ron's with her, but Ron's just like, <laughs> just like it's great. Even uh, Snape is hanging out with her, and even Snape's like, they have witty banter now because mm-hmm. they're like adults and stuff. Yeah. I just, it's yeah, no, Hermione comes out great in that book, even though she's not in it that much. Because she's but, the best character in her. But that's kind of weird. No matter what timeline's going on, we're all alternate that's universe. She's Hermione's always great. Kind of yeah, so. The end. All right, friends, we're going to take a break, and then we'll be back for the Geek Week in Review. Hey everybody, it's time for the Geek Week in the Review. This is the part of our podcast where Bill has written down news in the week that was, and I am learning it often for the first time. Rest in peace, Kenny Baker, the guy who played R2-D2, a time bandit and a speeder bike stealing Ewok, and was an ex-circus performer and vaudeville entertainer with Jack Purvis. Sadly, they forgot to let him out of the R2 costume after filming The Force Awakens. His daughter put out a missing persons report last October. Yeah. That's Bill's very funny joke. <laughs> so what is it? They were just looking at the... They were just taking inventory props at Pinewood Studios on uh, on Friday, and they cracked open the can, and, and he just burst out like over overproof dough on, on the Great British Bake Off. And they're like, I think we found Kenny Baker. Uh, unfortunately, he died of being like 85. He died at like that's which is long lived for for a little person, isn't it? What even if it's not medical stuff, it's usually suicide. Yeah. But the fact that I didn't realize he was yeah. that old. He was fucking R two. Which is actually when you think about it. Okay, Star Wars 40th anniversary is next uh-huh. year. Actually, that means this year. Right now is the 40th anniversary when they filmed that. That meant he was already in his mid 40s when yeah. they were sticking him into an scorching hot tin yeah. can in the middle of the African desert. I didn't know that was Kenny Baker in the suit still in Force Awakens. Yeah. 
Was it? Are you joking? I think it's one of those things where they kind of like put him in and took like one promotional photo. Yeah, he actually got a credit for being the R2D2 consultant. Ah. But I think they realized because like, he, he was he's a fucking robot now. Like, I've been to conventions and I see the That's fucking what robot. Out. I think they yeah. did find another door for a couple shots where like, like yeah, also R2D2 is only in that movie for literally yeah. three shots. Yeah. But yeah, you can find a younger dwarf just to go shuffle him aside. But yeah, they I think they did put him in the in the tin can for just a second just to say yeah. Kenny Baker was here. He was in the suit. But yeah. But the thing that he was already middle-aged. He was yeah. already kind of old for a dwarf when he was in the first Star Wars yeah, movie. that's rad. But yeah, he was in Time Bandits and all. He uh-huh. was just, he seemed like a really funny guy. Of all the Star Wars cast members, he was like definitely one of the funniest. Yeah, he came up through, uh, not quite vaudeville, but he was, he did a lot of stage shows. Mm-hmm. He was best friends with uh, Jack Purvis, who was one mm-hmm. of the other dwarves. He, uh, Jack Purvis was also... Um, he played Ewoks and stuff in the Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack Purvis was also the dwarf in uh, The Adventures of Baron Munchausen. Mm-hmm. He was a, he played the guy who could breathe on people. Ooh, he yeah. was great. Uh, but I don't know. Kenny Baker was super cool. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of the horrifying thing is that Star Trek is old enough that its main cast member has been dying for like 20 years. DeForest mm-hmm. Kelly was like the first Star, Star yeah. Trek person died, but that was yeah. like 20 years ago. Star Wars is now old enough because this is the first main Star Wars cast member to go. Uh, yeah. And yeah, and like I think the youngest cast member is Mark Hamill and he's only like 64. Yeah. But still, yeah, Harrison Ford, he's like 75. Another cast member is like fucking the guy in Darth Vader suit's like 98 years old and stuff like that. And so, yeah, this is kind of like, yeah, this is the, we're going to start losing Star Wars cast members the next year, too. Because that movie is fucking 40 years old. But yeah, Kenny Baker, he did a lot of, man, he had a hell of a life just in terms of, like, being a performer and everything like that. Seriously. And, uh, supposedly he was, had a really acrimonious relationship with the guy who played R2-D2. Or (laughs) who played with C-3PO. Oh, really? That guy who played C-3PO, not that anything on Kenny Baker's fault, but the guy who played C-3PO was supposed to be a real catty son of a bitch and has done nothing but shit talk Kenny Baker for the last 40 years. So everyone's like, man, if he just says anything bad about Kenny Baker after he's dead, we're gonna have to kill that motherfucker. (laughs) So, we'll also see what happens. But yeah, so, yeah, not the end of the world, but yeah, R.I.P. Kenny Baker. As we mentioned earlier in the podcast, Leslie Jones got invited to Rio by NBC. Yeah, so I am so bummed that that actually, like, I haven't seen anything about her despite me watching all this coverage. I haven't seen her actually show up we were watching some sport and they actually the camera actually split to her should she was not it be in like a beach volleyball was yeah, that it was what it was? should she, she be not she like loud she should, she should be by ringside just like like fucking coaching everyone on just like yelling her twitter at handle is less dog l-e-s-d-o-g-g-g to be fair they know she's there yeah like, exactly like the, no the athletes know she's there and they're very they're they're really super sweet and all of the stuff that she's been posting to Snapchat and to, mm-hmm. um, to yeah. Twitter and stuff like that it's has been, been really has been really great. I mean, nine second videos where like you're like, yeah, that is exactly <laughs> what I thought when I looked at the cycling stuff in the velodrome. Like that's mm-hmm. that's totally the that's, velodrome. I love that. Oh my god, she's like those those bikes ain't got no brakes. <laughs> she's like that is dumb and and just like that comp like it's it's a great type of energy and yeah she met carrie walsh yeah after yeah, yeah. their match after she was shouting and screaming yeah. carrie, walsh. carrie walsh is um this would volleyball. be her it's beach volleyball okay. um this would be her fourth olympics okay um and all these are... names wash over me except for some of the female gymnasts just because i remember yeah. them from previous olympics so yeah. carrie walsh um is there it's her it's her fourth summer olympics uh, she's going for her fourth gold medal, and uh, she has a new partner, and because her old partner um, retired, and uh, yeah, it's just like this. This woman is like, is she a gay lady? 
no, no. Oh, because we were watching she's some got... kind of women's Olympics things. For, I think it was a German lady whose wife was in the audience, and they were showing her. Sweet. And her wife was like, hey, she had like, little, like a little German scarf on Super and everything. Like sweet. That. Okay, yeah. But... but yeah, so it's like, it's 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 awesome. But um, Carrie Walsh was excited about Leslie Jones' commentary when Leslie Jones was sitting at home on her couch. Oh, yeah. yeah I can imagine yeah. now that she's actually the there. Yeah. And, then, and then she goes there, and she gets to meet Carrie Walsh mm-hmm. and uh, gets is so excited that the um you go back through her media feed and you actually like watch some of the videos they're super super cute she posts really that stuff to Twitter or she have like an Instagram she's, account she's posting too. it to Twitter she's yeah. also okay. I think longer sections of it will go on uh, go on her Snapchat mm-hmm. but she posts like anywhere I know nothing like, about Snapchat I, and Instagram yeah there are people that I work with who are really into Snapchat and I'm just kind of like you know what I can I I I exnate out of a lot of like social media is Snapchat recently. the one that turns you into a puppy dog mm-hmm. probably. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. a fetish thing I've I seen, too. I ain't into it. You ain't into that? Nah. Yeah. Sadly, Fine. it sounds like Sony is shelving plans for a Ghostbusters sequel yeah. and will focus on a cartoon TV show instead. Shit, why not just make it a direct sequel to the real Ghostbusters? Hell, you could even combine both continuities somehow in the cartoon. Yeah, it's a cartoon. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. There's no reason why you can't have, like, the old Ghostbusters hang out with, like, what if they did new, new like, real Ghostbusters, but it's the new, go- like... They can't because Lorenzo Music's passed, Bill. Who's gonna pretend to be Bill Murray? You know what? I didn't realize. So Lorenzo Music was only, like, the first two seasons of the real Ghostbusters, and they got, what's his name, dude, Dave Coulier from Full House to do oh, really? Lorenzo music impersonation wow. <laughs> so what's he doing it's not like fuller house is getting a second season anytime it's soon true. maybe yeah. it actually is but they get him back i would that's love funny. actually man actually that's a great thing i should well, one of us should probably do is do a real ghostbusters reimagining of the new ghostbusters cast because they couldn't get the likeness rights for the original uh, actors for the original mm-hmm. real Ghostbusters. That's mm-hmm. why Egon's got like blonde yeah. hair and shit like that. Yeah. That would be an interesting challenge. Make the real a... Ghostbusters version of this cast. Leslie you Jones. Get li- it can't look rights. like Leslie Jones, but you have, but it still has to seem like uh, recognizably that character. Yeah. Like, what do you do? Like, that I like the idea fun. that you make everyone else black and her white. And yeah. That's what you're yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. No, I, I really like. I, I was hoping that they would, if they, if they didn't get to do a sequel, that they would do a Ghostbusters. Uh, uh, I think I talked about this already. Do a Ghostbusters thing that's uh, like a cartoon where they're young, where they're young girls. You can do a prequel or something. And you can yeah. do you could do them meeting each other when they're like in high school or something like that. And hit, they that do, hit that lumberjanes. Hit that Gravity yeah. Falls. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it is kind of killing me that things because that sequel that I think would have been really cool, especially yeah. if you headed off to a different. A different creative team, but still had the same actors, but like, yeah, like, like a scrappier, younger, like writer and director who, mm-hmm. like, even more kind of punched it up. And like, mm-hmm. if it like it scrapped all the old Ghostbusters references, just made it more of its own thing. Well, yeah, it's like, so it's like, it's like, it's like with the Force Awakens, it's but like, you never know. Yeah, you never know. Hollywood's so desperate for sequels and stuff like that. Yeah, if they can just figure out a way to make a sequel to that, it only costs half as much. Yeah. yeah. Who the hell knows? We'll see. But also, it's, it's, I mean, it's possible that Sony, like, like execs are just kind of jittery about it because it. Did well, then there's been no official thing about yeah. it too. Just the, the the number is. I guess it's it's Hollywood. It's theatrical run is winding now, so now yeah. they have a They're solid number. Yeah, exactly. So everyone's it's doing the theatrical math. run is just winding like Warcraft. Down, but they haven't even released it in in um, in Japan. Um, who fucking loves ghost movies? And or in like it's only been released in three countries internationally. Yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah. So it's like release it, do its full release, and then start bean counting at that point. But yeah. It's, it's just it's really. We'll see what happens, but yeah. 
It's really frustrating. They th- people throw more money. No offense to Mr. Statham. But people <laughs> throw more fucking money behind like a, a Jason Statham, shitty Jason Statham movie than they do around something like this. And it's just it's just frustrating. Did you guys see the Ocean's 8? I forgot to put this in the show notes. The Ocean's oh yeah, the latest Ocean 8. It is the most weirdest. It sounds like it's not a real thing. They were only, yeah, able, to get eight, they were only able to get eight women? <laughs> Pretty much. Well, that's that's what like... everyone, because that's, that's like the 25% like you get. Yeah, you don't exactly. really earn twice. Like, yeah, okay, like 75% as much. Let's see, it's Rihanna. What? I can only remember it Rihanna. It is Rihanna Mindy Kaling. Yeah. Wait, Ocean. Oh, yeah. God, please. Just... It really does sound like they just found the first eight like people who said yes to their offer, regardless of whether or not they're right for the movie. A- Anne Hathaway, Rihanna, uh, Helena Bono Carter, rapper Aquafina. Oh well, I've never, God. and you should see how it's spelled. It makes Sandra Bullock, Kate Blanchett. It's okay. Well, Kate Blanchett. <laughs> Nothing. You want, okay, who do you want to be? Love lunch. <laughs> who do you want to be the what? um uh George Clooney? Well, it's going to be Kate right? Blanchett. I can't remember. I mean, it would have. Well, to, George I mean, Clooney is no, a ringleader. No, and George, George Clooney. I would want Sandra, and this and the Brad Pitt. Technically, Bullock, wouldn't would, that be the Frank Sinatra? Because it's a remake. Okay, yeah, of an sure, old whatever. Yeah, that's what I have the emotional. <laughs> yeah, I have an emotional. <laughs> no, but the the Ocean Eleven's remake was all about the relationship between Brad Pitt. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah, yeah. George I would Clooney. Want, I would so who would you Sandra have that? Bullock, I want. I would want Sandra Bullock to be George Clooney's archetype. Brad Pitt. I would want her to be George Clooney's archetype, and I would want Kate Blanchett to be the Brad Pitt. The Brad Pitt, because the thing about the thing about that the the character of Rusty is. That yeah. he's so like Brad Pitt. Can't did, Brad Pitt did a really really good job in that movie. Yeah. And one of the things I love about him is he's so chill in himself mm-hmm. and so confident. Yeah. The the I mean I think Kate Blanchett could could do she's that always really... eating in the film. Well, yeah, I would yeah. love that. There's Kate Blanchett with a thing full of nachos. <laughs> like, like like yeah, you go back, you watch those three movies. Yeah. There is not a scene where Brad Pitt is not putting something into his mouth. <laughs> well, those movies are such hangout Especially movies. That's what I'm kind of curious yeah, to see how this cat. Like assuming these are actually but ends up Rihanna? being a movie that, but yeah, Rihanna and Aquafina. Aquafina? <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know how will go. Fully, if you had to cast an Ocean's Eight movie, no, I would do eleven. Kate Blanchett, Zoe Bell, mm-hmm. Michelle Rodriguez. Uh-huh. Um, what's her name from the fucking uh, Resident Evil movie? Ghostbusters Two. Uh-huh. Leslie Jones. The Broad City. Mm-hmm. Broad City girls Amy die Poehler. and they come back as ghosts. Actually, the Broad City girls. Oh man, would be yeah, Alana they would be, and they, Abby. They would have to be the siblings. Yes, they would. They'd totally be the siblings. Uh, okay, we've <laughs> got that's uh, eight. We need three more. You need another random rapper. Um, <laughs> kind of like. No, I'm thinking. Mia, I'd have Mia be my rapper. Florence. Oh fucking uh fucking um uh uh, uh Archie Punjabi. Oh Archie Punjabi would be really. Good. I would want her to be the rusty. Um, and I want the lady from, uh, the, what is the, the fucking movie where she has sword feet? Oh, yeah, fuck, oh. she's in Star Trek. Yeah, so yeah, she's, yeah. She's, she's in Star Trek and she was yes. in The Kingsman. So yeah, that, I would want her. She's also funny and hot. And, oh, my God. Yes. Oh, I'm going to add one more. Um, uh, well, Ocean's 12, uh, Ocean's, uh, almost Ocean's Baker's Dozen. What's her name from, uh... <laughs> Mary Mary. <laughs> well, she's the one say. who sends them into battle. Uh, oh man, she's so funny and she's hot. She's from the league. She was in the league. She played um uh uh the trophy. <coughs> um, fucking what's her name? Yeah, I'm not gonna. Remember I can't remember her name. her name. She's really funny. Oh, and uh, okay, no, it is officially o- Ocean's uh, Baker's uh, dozen. They did do Ocean's. Um, uh, Aisha Tyler. Aisha Tyler would be fantastic. Oh man, just, that's my well, cast. She could be the fucking uh, who's the guy who the the Roddy Rhodes the Iron Man who's the fucking uh, fucking black guy and fucking uh, he's the not just because she's black. There's, we already have more uh-huh. black people in the thing, but yeah. like who's the guy who played Iron Man's brother War Machine <laughs> Larry 
Larry Wait, Stinkums. wasn't it played by? Wasn't it played by two? Wasn't it played by two different guys? Well, there, there wasn't was, it Don there's Cheadle? Empire Don Cheadle. She's the Don. Actually, she kind of is like the like like. Oh, and Gina Torres is there. Jesus Christ! Oh, wait, no, 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 no! Gina Torres is the Andy, Andy Garcia. You got to win this. I don't, Andy, you have a week to come back with your finalized list <laughs> no, of thirteen. No, fuck it! I need as many cool ladies on screen at once as I can physically. I'm sorry. Fit I'm sorry. You're guaranteed two point, sequels, so you're gonna have you can add cast I want, members. And I want to point out. I want to point out. Good villain. Good villain. Jodie Foster. Ooh. Yeah. Jodie Foster is a terrifying. Actually, villain. is she really, trying to shoot the president? No, Jodie Foster is the president. Sure. Um, and her first lady is Gillian Anderson. <laughs> anyway, well, Gillian Anderson would be good too. Have you guys watched too. The Fall with Gillian Anderson? I no. started, My housemates have been I, watching I that. I started watching it, and then it started giving me a panic attack, so I shut it off. And it, just the subject it's matter? A de- it's, it's, a, it's a cripplingly depressing yeah. um, situation. But it's her I know. with an English accent. It is, it is her with an English accent, which, is actually, which is actually not that far off, because she spent, um, yeah. Gillian Anderson spent an enormous amount of time but in English. But it's weird to say, like, I love beans. And, and she does, she does, she does give excellent I accent. She, I, the only thing I know about The Fall that makes me sad that I don't have the wherewithal to watch it is that I know she makes out with Archie Punjabi. I know! Archie Punjabi shows up? Uh, Archie Punjabi shows up in The Fall. I've been watching that. Spoilers! All I know, that's all I know. She I walks in, and, it's like, and she makes out with her... Archie Punjabi. I really want Archie Punjabi to be the Rusty. Um, she would be great. Because she's got that laid back sort of there confidence. are some and... great... I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. There are some great vines of the lady from Star Trek uh, Beyond Kingsman. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was... Uh, that she, When she was hanging out doing the press stuff for Star Trek Beyond, she's hanging out with... Uh, was it Chris Pinto and Charlie... Mm-hmm. Dude, who plays Kirk and Spock, those guys? Chris Pine. Yeah, and they're talking... Chris so- Pinto? No, no, Zachary Quinto Zachary and Chris Quinto. Pine. That's their shipping they're like, oh, Pinto. Chris there's, Pinto. There's some great vines out there where they're like... She's talking about how uh, she did not feel welcome on the set and how everyone hates her while Chris Pinto and Charlie Design. What are their characters right now? They're like hugging her and kissing her and fondling her. She's like... They made me cry. They do not love me. They they would ignore me. And they're just like l- kissing her face and fondling her. Alicia Vikander. And she's. What have you guys seen her in that you like her? Because uh, Ex Machina. She was. Oh, right did, Ex did you guys see Ex Machina? She's did we great talk in the Man Ex from Machina? Uncle. Yes, yes we she's have. fantastic in the Man from Uncle. Oh, okay. Um, and I start one of the things. I'm really excited about her being a uh, Tomb Raider. Yeah. Her being Lara Croft is going to be oh, killer. Yeah, I forgot about that. Killer. Yeah. What she's about? She's awesome. And she's got a good physicality to her too. Um, I, this is this is really bad geek week in review. I know it is. Hey, Get back to it. Hey, <laughs> do your job. Lack of narrative. Brian Fuller's new Star Trek series will have a human-ish female lead. Take place ten years before the original '60s series. Involves Section Thirty One somehow. And according to rumors, the rest of the cast will feature an openly gay actor playing one of the male leads, a female admiral, a male Klingon captain, a male admiral, a male advisor, and a British male doctor. What is Section Thirty One? Section Thirty One is something that only got brought up in Deep Space Nine. It's supposed to be this Black Ops mm-hmm. section of Starfleet that no one knows or talks about. Mm, and, it's like N7. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it really kind of is. speaking my language. Yeah. yeah. I, what did they do? How did they get exposed? Oh, they're the ones who kind of... Spoilers for Deep Space Nine, but they're the ones who end the, the big war that's going on in Deep Space Nine by generating a disease that almost kills the founders, the Odo's yeah. people. Yeah, they're fucked up. They're essentially the part of Starfleet that says, instead of being cool, we're going to be the we're people gonna, who, like... We're going to be... They're the, the right hand of Starfleet. Yeah, they kind of are. The gloved hand. Yeah. That's so, cool. I mean, it's, it's, I'll it's, watch this. That's an, that's an interesting... And it's an interesting premise for... Yeah. To, to, have, to have something that's been so so morally upright and, yeah. like, all those yeah. things. And to know that, like, 
this 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 admission that like you can't always have be morally upright yeah. without someone well, getting their hands. It's a very post Battlestar Galactica. The show is called Star Trek Discovery, and so that's kind of at odds. Just even the name of the show is at, at odds. So kind of it's could be curious to see exactly how yeah. Section Thirty One is part of this plot. Maybe that's what they're kind of. Maybe there's like a like a a battle within Starfleet in Maybe. terms of just like you know fucking philosophy. In the series, in the original series, how long have has humanity have contact with alien species? About a hundred, hundred fifty years. Okay. okay. Yeah. So this is yeah this is so yeah ten pl- people yeah so uh, she's not going to be a captain too in the main. Uh, they haven't cast anyone yet for the show. The, uh, there was a big thing about Brian Fuller talked about. He talked to one of the black female astronauts who mm-hmm. NASA sent into space mm-hmm. just to get her opinion on what kind of person she mm-hmm. would like to see cast mm-hmm. as who he. Yeah, uh, no other specifics about the main character. Uh, yeah, she was like, female. She was like, I only she's, watched twenty four. She'll be know. kind of human. She, okay. Yeah, she won't be captain. She will be a lieutenant commander. But then he hmm. also said that she will also hold many ranks. And so people are wondering, or is this going to be this first season? Is she going to be like rising up through the ranks of Starfleet, mm-hmm. or is she like a shapeshifter and she's like pretending mm-hmm. to be other people? It'd be interesting to see her busted down private and like having to maybe work her way up. Or something. It could be, yeah. So it's it's uh, they're going to start filming in the next month or two. Uh, I can't they, believe I'm excited about a Star Trek show. Yeah, they're going to redesign the spaceship because everyone goes complaining about the spaceship. Oh, whatever. It's still going to debut in January, but like, yeah, no. He said there's going to be tons of aliens. Actually, Brian Fuller this week he put out a little thing of them kind of like experimenting with like this alien thing. Well, see, that's stuff. what I love about Star Trek is why not do have lots of aliens because it's just they're all pretty much people with suits, you know, yeah. like people with face masks. Like that's kind of the look of spe- alien species in yeah. Star Trek. So it's like that's awesome. And he said they specifically said it like ten years before the original Star Trek, so they can go back and just have fun with those like yeah. that vibe and those sets and those yeah, kinds of costumes. Sure. So it's gonna be kind of bright and poppy still a little bit, but like oh, we'll see what happens. I can't believe I'm excited Citadel. about this fucking Citadel. streaming Star, Star Trek. Trek show. Star Trek. Concept art for an unmade DuckTales slash Duckbird game from the Epic Mickey Studio is found by Frank Cifaldi on eBay. Yeah, Frank Cifaldi's a gaming historian guy who just spends all of his time just, like, just checking up eBay for, like, weird games that, like, have never been, like, prototypes and stuff like that. Randomly, yeah, somebody who worked at the Epic Mickey Studio was just selling, hey, we're going to make a Duckbird game. It got canceled, but I'm selling uh, concept artwork for it on ebay so he took those scans just put them on the internet and so yeah it was like it sounds like it was going to be like some kind of third person adventure game in duckburg mm. uh but obviously never got me because if it makes two sold about two copies yeah but that would have been kind of cool imagine grand theft auto but in duckburg <laughs> i don't think that game would but that's exactly what that game would have been that's but terrifying. yeah <laughs> yeah you could beat up the beagle boys and Man, just be able to jump into that Scrooge's gold and shit like yeah. that. Yeah, an open world Duckburg game is but pretty good. But the fact that he found out about this because the guy selling his concept are on eBay, like no one knew about this game That's or anything video like games. that. You so. don't know about them until you know a lot about them. Fucking crazy. Yeah. Uh, Donald Glover supposedly Lord Miller's choi- first choice to play Lando Calrissian in the Han Solo movie. Fuck yeah! And supposedly. Earl Locke Bergenborfer, or whatever his name is, was their first choice for Han before looking at a bazillion other dudes. So yeah, they pointed out that I forget the guy, the guys who's who's playing Han Solo that they chose, but yeah, they know. said that he, that he was their first choice too. So that's mm-hmm. why everyone's assuming this might be a Locke, assuming they just go ahead with Donald Glover, who's supposedly their first choice for Lando. Donald too. Glover would be fantastic. Oh, that's like exactly. You're like yeah, put a little mustache on, you're good but to also, go. Like, that's... like Donald Glover, just yeah, you're done. You're yeah. done. You can for go a minute home now. there, I thought this said what's his name, Donald Danny, Danny Glover. Danny. No. Oh, <laughs> fuck you both to hell. No, um, what's his name? Daniel, Donald Faison. I first read this as Donald Faison. And I was wow. like, I wish it was 
was Donald Faison. I, I love Donald Faison. I, I do love him he's very much. But too no. He's too old. He's if too they old. Put, if they put that mustache on, would have his mouth. He's also too thick. This is also true. He's also like no. I, there are many boring. reasons. I know. I know. I'm just saying. I got very excited because I was like Donald Faison. Yeah, I, I have a big crush at Donald. He Faison, could play his older so. brother, maybe uh, Lardo. Bando career. There was a <laughs> exactly, new yeah. Rogue One trailer that aired during the Olympics. Uh-huh. What'd you guys think? I'll watch this movie. I'm looks, excited about it. Looks, looks greedy. Star Wars like is it. kind of like the Olympics, where <laughs> there are what? certain moments where I'm incapable of being cynical about it. And my, I, I, I like, I like Star Wars, but I don't really think about how much I like Star Wars uh-huh. until there's Star Wars to be excited about and then I'm like yeah and like that goes undimmed up to like when I sit in the seat in the theater so it's like I'm in this beautiful honeymoon period with Star Wars Rogue One and I'm like yeah Star Wars yeah I'm just childlike enthusiasm I'm yeah, I don't care what anybody says. It looks it looks like a good time. Yeah, like, like it's 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 it looks also like an interesting and different take on the world. Yeah, I'm curious that about a different neat. sort of Star Wars. I movie. was super pumped when I got to see the the droid because the droid is 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 harkens back to C3PO, but is I love how enormous he is. Yeah, and yeah. stuff like that, and how he looks like like he was made out of a bunch of tin cans. Yeah, yeah. you know, like he's he's neat. Uh, I yeah. admit the music got me all yep. emotional. Oh, a little scruffy, everyone is like, yeah. well, they kind of show like, oh, well, the, the the droid's like on the ship, and he's talking about how we only have like ninety, like, yeah, like nine point five percent chance, and he's like, yeah. he means well, and yeah. And, like, and the other, and their pilot just kind of looking like, just kind of what? It's a nice riff on Never Tell Me the Odds. Yeah, yeah, but, <laughs> but like, but it's, it's just well, there's one shot in there where like they're going into hyperspace, but the yeah. camera's actually focused on the guy's arm, so it's yeah. just kind of yeah. blurred. Like, they, it, like yeah. it's not focusing on the special effects. Yeah, at least in that one shot. But yeah, there's obviously special effects. I got super excited too because like besides the fact that there's a lady mm-hmm. there's a lot of people like just people of different um ethnicities yeah diego yeah. luna he's so got his normal many. accents yeah and then like um, and then like you have forrest whitaker and you have the really awesome jedi guy who comes out and just kicks a bunch the of people. the blind the guy. blind guy. he's not even a jedi he's not even force sensitive he's but he believes he, so the idea that city is supposed to be this is a big thing that came out right before the trailer came out that city you see them running out it's supposed to be like a middle east yeah. Mm-hmm. like symbol it kind of like it's supposed to be like kind of jerusalem where it's this like holy city to the jedi mm-hmm. to, uh, and uh i think it's on a planet called like jedha or something like yeah. that yeah. and where even people who aren't force sensitive come to try to connect with the force mm-hmm. and he's supposed to be someone so like well, technically in the star wars universe everyone's connected sure to the force, yeah but there's more people who could actually become like jedi he's so sure. he's not actually a jedi but he's someone who like really believes in the force and, stuff like that. and he's hanging out with the guy with the other asian guy with a big ass gun and the cannon yeah. on his back oh, so cool. and they kind of run around together and, like it yeah so, so and that's that's a guy who fires the rocket launcher at the ad at walker yeah, yeah. Wait, and also like the way the little things like the way that the the at at walker like responds to being yeah kind of like yeah almost looks like an animal yeah like i see the kind Kylo Ren responds. No. Kylo Ren watches. We might have to fire that up after this is done because it is the best thing to actually come out of that trailer. That's it's, adorable. It's Kylo Ren doing his own YouTube video of like, yeah. guys, we're gonna review the Rogue One trailer today, <laughs> and it's it's a cute little and it's they just took clips from uh, the Force Awakens and he. But That's adorable. It's, yeah, it's a it's a cute goddamn but thing. Yeah, but yeah, I, it looks it looks super exciting. I really I really dug the part where she's like limping down. Really the, limping. She and, gets fucked up somehow. Yeah, yeah, and then and then there's there's. Ah, it's just cool people are s- suspecting it because it's Mad Mickelson's also in that movie yeah, and people are wondering if that's not him in the in the tie, tie fighter that's gonna yeah. come by mm-hmm. and pick her up because um I, it's just so cool to be at a moment in time when like there are two Star Wars movies with 
female leads. Yeah. Like, I remember when they did the re-releases, um, not the 3D re-releases, but they just did the re-releases, um, going to the theater, and there was a, um, a, a dollar theater by, by my house. It was, like, a half mile away from my house, and I went to go see all the, the re-releases, like, four or five times at the dollar theater, and I remember just how exciting it was to watch Star Wars on the big yeah. screen, and it's, like, it's cool to... And how fucking upsetting the prequels were, but even... <laughs> Even, you know what? Every single prequel in the, oh, like, no, up upsetting. until the, every single one, I was like, maybe this one will yeah. be awesome. Because I can't help it. I just get excited about yeah. Star Wars. Star Wars is just cool. Can't help it. Um, the most important news this week, Alia Shawkat and Aubrey Plaza will play Alexander Hamilton and Larry Bird is the joke. I forgot the other guy's name. Aaron um, Burr? <laughs> Aaron Burr. In Lin-Manuel Miranda's episode of Drunk History, airing in November. Yeah, it's pretty Fully Alia Shawkat. Why is Alexander Hamilton? Yeah, why is she not in Ocean's 8? That, I, okay. I mean, yep. that's a... That's Actually, a she should be the Rusty. <laughs> I, you know, man, you guys... Oh, man, you guys can never see Green Room because no. you can't. No, nope. well, She's I'll great in Green Room. I've heard that. Bill, tell us about the Whopperino. Supposedly starting tomorrow, the day after we're recording this, You're Burger right. King Wolf officially uh, unleashed nationwide uh-huh. the Whopperino. Is it a Whopper burrito? Exactly. Oh it's just God. a Whopper, except instead of a bun, it's in a burrito, but all the same ingredients and shit like that. Wow. That's all I'm saying. I'm going to go check it out. <laughs> that is that is uh, That's more upsetting than the Star Wars prequel. It's more <laughs> yeah. upsetting than the Steven is, Universe it is, fandom. It is not as upsetting as the Mac and Cheeto. <laughs> that's true. You know what? They should advertise it as the problematic Whopperino. <laughs> there we go. That's, I, you know, because I love Whoppers. Whoppers are my favorite I like, love Whoppers. fast food. I love Whoppers food. because Whoppers are a fast food burger that actually tastes and like I can a burger. Only, yep. I can only say that because we don't have In-N-Out or Five Guys here, which sure. that might change if they ever bring that shit to Portland, yeah. Oregon, but... It's because in terms of like, you know, like yeah, this fucking, I mean, yeah. I like to be it. honest, as a person who grew up in California, In-N-Out Burger is good. Yeah, but not. What but about Whopper is White equally Castle? Good. Yeah, people forget about White Castle. Castle. No, but no. they have like little sliders. So they're it's like, like, it's a different about, thing. Yeah, I don't about, know. I'm just saying names yeah. of things that I haven't eaten. Okay. <laughs> There's a Whopper. I, I do like the Whopper. You can, you can also too. look at yeah. me and quietly go, eggplant? I'll be just as meaningful. Oh my god. Oh boy. Hey everybody, did you know this is the Boy Hattie Podcast? You just wasted your time listening to us talk about pop culture detritus at Boy Hattie Podcast on Twitter. BoyHattiePodcast.com is our website. We'll be back next week to talk to y'all about more Olympics statistically and other uh, nerd ephemera. Let us know what you think about the Olympics and or the Whopperito. If you can do both at the same time, watch the Olympics while just like like with a Whopperito laying on your chest in bed. Please send pictures of yourself ingesting a Whopperito while watching primetime Olympics. That's yeah. the best. Fuck McDonald's and they're tired. God damn. Did you see how the, the Twitter's getting more aggressive about deleting Olympics content on Twitter than it is? Like, no. Yeah, because they, they like that the NBC has the rights to all that. Foot, true, you know, like it's, true. it's 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 all. The only thing the only thing that really stinks about um, I, I love the fact that I can access coverage. I love all those things. I have been getting spoiled so much because we're yeah. on a three hour time delay. Yeah. yeah, and there's no reason why because they're only we're in the same practically time zone. It's it. There, I, I, Brazil's an hour ahead of the East Coast of the United States, mm-hmm, but still, mm-hmm. there's no reason why it's. There has been shit that's been delayed for up to eight hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, mm, you guys suck. <laughs> uh, yeah. We'll talk to y'all next week. Love me.